0: Good morning everyone. I'm R. W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Today is the 6th of January, the month named in the 8th century B.C. by King Numa Pompilus, the semi-mythical successor of Romulus, one of the twin brothers purportedly founding Rome. Remus would be the other brother. In the Latin of King Pompilius, January is Januarius, named after Janus, the god of beginnings and transitions in Roman mythology. Janus is usually depicted as having two faces, thus also being the god of gates, duality, doorways, passages, endings, and time. He also has some competition for being the namesake of January, as scholarly work, such as that found in H. H. Scullard's 1981 Cornell University Press Publication, Festivals and Ceremonies of the Roman Republic holds that, according to ancient Roman farmers' almanacs, the goddess Juno was the tutelary deity of the month. Roughly a millennium after the Roman creation of the month of January, the Saxons coined the term wolfmonat, meaning wolf month, and not long after that, Charlemagne designated wintermonoth or winter month, the cold month. And indeed, celestially on Friday this week, our full moon will be the wolf moon, also called variously the old moon, the ice moon, and the moon after Yule. This past weekend, between midnight and dawn's first light in the Sea. sky, just below the end of the handle of the Big Dipper, the radiant point of the annual quadranted meteor shower dazzled us to the west of the star Arcturus. Tonight in the southeast sky, the bright waxing gibbous moon will shine in front of the constellation Taurus the Bull. Look for the two major stellar signposts the Pleiades, and Aldebaran, respectively, above and to the side of Taurus. Today we are almost a week into the roaring 20s of the 21st century, with a whole wide world of 360 days remaining in 2020, a leap year. Every time you tear a leaf off a calendar, you present a new place for new ideas and progress, says Charles Franklin Kettering. The American inventor, engineer, businessman, and holder of 186 patents who was a founder of Delco and was head of research at General Motors from 1920 to 1947. Early in his career, Kettering developed the automotive electrical starting motor in 1911 in an effort to help reduce the growing number of accidents, some of them fatal, resulting from the frequent kickback of the common hand cranks used to start early automobiles. Kettering's extensive research into early automotive fuels would eventually lead him, along with mechanical and chemical engineer Thomas Midgley, Jr., to to identify tetraethyl lead in 1921 as an additive that would eliminate engine knocking. Fuel with that additive then became known as leaded gasoline, used for decades to fuel automobile engines, until eventually being deemed an ecological disaster leading to global lead contamination and hence the introduction in the 1980s of unleaded gasoline as a replacement fuel for automobiles. 20th century American scholar, journalist, and naturalist Hal Borland suggests, Year's end is neither an end nor a beginning, but a going on, with all the wisdom that experience can instill in us. Today for example is 182nd anniversary of Samuel Morse and Alfred Vail's demonstration of their telegraph machine in New Jersey. Morse and Vail's single wire electrical telegraph system was the first electrical communication system to see widespread use. It is the great granddaddy of our current electronic mobile devices, which in more ways than we know are affecting human beings on an unprecedented scale. More than a few researchers call the cell phone the largest experiment human beings continue to participate in without truly knowing the import of the experiment. Will we at some point develop, as Borland believes, the wisdom that experience can instill in us? Or will we be more interested in the creation of the technology than in its potentially negative effects upon us? Today is the birthday of Carl Sandburg back in 1878 in Galesburg, Illinois. Sandberg left school at age 13 to travel west as a hobo, eventually serving in the U.S. Army during the Spanish-American War and working his way through Knox College. After graduation, he wrote ad copy, became a foreign correspondent in Scandinavia, returned to the States to work for the Chicago Daily News as an editorial writer, Began writing poetry in his spare time, published the collection Chicago Poems in 1916, pursued interests in children's literature, folk songs, and biography, won a Pulitzer Prize for his study Abraham Lincoln, The War Years in 1939, and another Pulitzer for his Complete Poems in 1950. Biographer Ed Morrow tells us, Sandberg kept a flock of goats and on one cold night brought them into his house to stay warm, then soothed them by playing his guitar. The story rings particularly poignant in January, as much of this month belongs to Capricorn, the goat. Today is Epiphany, the Christian feast day celebrating the revelation of God incarnate as Jesus Christ and commemorating the visit of the Magi to the Christ child. Much of the Christian world calls today Three Kings Day and Little Christmas as well. The eve of the feast is often celebrated as Twelfth Night, Today is also the birthday of Joan of Arc in 1412, of Tom Mix in 1880, of Loretta Young in 1913, of Danny Thomas in 1914, and John DeLorean in 1925. For more on Omain, I'm R. W. Estella with a word in Edgewise, Happy Epiphany.